Welcome to Movie Maniacs. Mike Rags and Chuck Curry discussing the greatest movies of all time and all the new films in theaters and streaming that you need to know about. Like us, rate us, share us. Now, here are your hosts, Mike Rags and Chuck Curry. All right, we're back with another edition of Movie Maniacs. I'm Mike Rags, Chuck Curry with me as always. Want to wish everybody a Merry Christmas and on their way to a happy new year. Hopefully everybody's enjoyed their Christmas uh, cheer. We've got a lot to discuss. Both of us have seen Spider-Man No Way Home. And I think we've waited long enough, too, to do this podcast where if you're listening, a lot of the spoilers might already be out or you've seen the movie and you wanted to. So we're going to talk a little more freely than we probably would if we talked about it last week. So a lot to discuss there. I got a chance to see West Side Story as well as uh, Chuck did a couple weeks ago. And uh, we've got movie news. And we're going to look back at the live action history of Spider-Man, both on TV and in the movie theaters. Um, And there's a lot to discuss there as well. Um, Fast Five, some movie news in there with the return of some old time superheroes coming back to the theaters and TV screens. Chuck Curry, happy holidays, my friend. Happy Halloween, Mike. <laughs> and well, if you're watching The Nightmare Before Christmas, it does get confusing sometimes. Let me oh. ask you a question. I'm, I'm, I had a debate with one of my employees yesterday. Should she put on Nightmare Before Christmas, right? Yeah. So I said, no, no, that's a Halloween movie, in my opinion. It's more Halloween than Christmas. What do you think? It's both, but it's, it's more both. Halloween. Yes, I agree. I would agree. Um, yeah. And we talked a lot about movies that, you know, are really Christmas movies that you got to remember to watch like Gremlins and Edward Scissorhands and things of that nature. Um, so uh, a little post Christmas action here to get beyond the holidays, Chuck, and talk Spider-Man No Way Home. Before we do that, I did want to bring up movie news because hot off the press before we get to this, I wanted to get your thoughts about Michael Keaton going back as Batman and joining the cast of Batgirl movie. Uh, we we kind of knew this was happening, but you know, it's kind of official now. What's your thought on an older and wiser Michael Keaton? Well, I love Michael Keaton's Batman. Um, you know, it's interesting because I, I, I played Batman 89 on my TV and my ice cream parlor a lot. And that movie's really, I think it's gotten better and better with age, to be honest with you. I, I think th- there's greatness in that movie. I know you're sort of mixed on it. I, I'm a big fan. I, well, like I was Michael highly Keaton. disappointed when I first saw it, but, you know, uh, compared to the other movies beyond it, it is much better. So it does age well. I would agree with that. It's aged very well. And some of it's brilliant. I think so. I, I think it is. The Batman Beyond introduction in the middle, the whole sure. museum mm-hmm. sequence, Nicholson's Joker. Elfman score. Keaton's yep. schizophrenic Bruce Wayne. Uh, so I like it a lot. Here's the thing. I just want to preface, and I'll bounce into this, because we're talking multiverse, right? Right. Marvel two days ago, released a trailer to its Doctor Strange sequel. It's titled Doctor Strange Into the Multiverse of Madness. Now, come on, Mike, that whole subtitle is just basically psychologically pulling people in from the success of what they just had in this this Spider-Man movie. Now, here's the thing. Before, we're not going to talk about Spider-Man, the actual movie yet, but the box office. Okay. It does $260 million Spider-Man No Way Home at the U.S. box office. Second right? biggest ever, no matter ever. what was going on in the pandemic. Okay. Now here, here's the thing. What's interesting. I find it amazing that it did that post pandemic. I, do. Me I mean, I find it absolutely amazing. Right now underneath it, think about it. In its second week of release, West Side Story does three and three and a half million 
over $10.5 million opening. Think right. about that. So 60, three and a half. Yeah, it's crazy. That's and, stunning. Now, and now the thing is, too, you got to remember, there's not a lot of product out there. So Spider-Man yeah. can play in so many more theaters. So so yes. many more people. That isn't it's an advantage. In a normal but, Christmas year, there'd be a lot more out. Let's just say hypothetically, you you know business because you run radio, right? You do radio. You mm-hmm. you you you're program director for radio station, so you know how numbers fall, right? You're 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 exec you're an executive in Hollywood. You're you're a you write for a trade. You cover the industry, not you, but in general. Just I'm I'm throwing hypotheticals, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. You're gonna get some people are gonna say, "Oh, Spider Man No Way Home saved theaters." But not yeah. really. But not well, really. Not really. Here's, 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 It'll here's be the, the benchmark movie, though. It will be. No, but here's here's the thing. 260. The second movie was Disney's Enchant. And what is it? Enchanto. It's called Encanto. Yeah. Encanto. Right. 6.5. And then West Side Story 3.5. So 260, 6.5, 3.5. That is such a glaring. That yeah, is crazy. such a that is so, so glaring. Yes. So basically what you're saying is people will come out to theaters the younger demographic, right? If you throw everything in the kitchen sink and you put every dream they have on, on in their head and put it on a movie screen, they'll show up. How often can you, how often can you do that, Mike? Uh, maybe Not once often. a quarter, maybe once a quarter, if you're lucky. So uh, here's the thing. So here's the thing. So Marvel releases this trailer, Dr. Strange into the multiverse of madness, right? From what I read, they've done reshoots to add. Yeah. Cameos. cameos. Yeah, okay? yeah. 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 They're not so stupid. You know where, you know where they're going, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So now Michael Keaton in this Flashpoint movie, he's going to come back as Bruce Wayne Batman from the Burton universe, right? right? And it was just announced that he will reprise his role of Bruce Wayne Batman in their Batgirl movie on HBO Max. And Michael Shannon. Yeah, I saw this one too. General Zod is coming yeah. back for, for the Batman uh, Flashpoint movie. And his sidekick, uh, the, the woman who was who was his psychic, who was really good in that movie, uh, Man of Steel. Here's the thing. I, I think the multiverse, again, I, I haven't seen Flashpoint, so I can't judge, but I just think the multiverse stuff works better in Marvel than it will in DC. I hope I'm wrong. That well, it especially sense. works, it especially works with Spider-Man, too, because we had the Spider-Verse, the animated movie, which was really good, by the way. Yeah. Um, and I, I just I, I think it's a cheat. Don't get me wrong. Um, I, I, I like seeing these characters again, but it's just a gimmick. It's not it doesn't add layers to a story. It just adds gimmicks to a story. And that's why I never really liked the Doctor Strange character, because there are no rules. Anything can happen, know. you know, know. sorcery. Uh, so, I mean, uh, wizardry, all that stuff. So um, that being said, I'll be first in line to see these movies. I'd love to see <sighs> some sort of multiverse with Michael Keaton and Ben Affleck and all these guys together in the same movie. I would respond the same way. But at the same time, it's like, come on, guys. It, 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 you know what it does? It screams on originality. And we, they've had a problem with that in both the Marvel Universe and the DC Universe from almost day one, especially DC. It's just but like when you play by no rules, right? Yeah. Let's it, just say hi, there's nothing say, at stake. I know they're not going to do it because Robert Downey Jr. is not going to come back. I, I don't think. But I mean, they could bring back. They could bring they could back. Bring, Iron. They could bring, they bring anybody. Scarlett, Scarlett Johansson, them all back. They can. Well, look what they did for uh, the end game. I mean, basically, it was like, well, let's just do it. Do it over again and bring all these people back to life, right. which I, I never really liked. I mean, the movie's incredible, but I always thought that that getting them back was a bit of a cheat. 
Um, yeah. Because, like you said, no, there are no bets. All bets are off. Well, let's yeah. let, let's morph into the conversation about Spider-Man No Way Home because basically no bets. All bets are off. And and uh, it was a tremendous amount of fun for me. I mean, everybody knows what this is about. Um, it, it is uh, Tom, Tom uh, you know, uh, uh, the three superheroes uh, on screen together. Um, and and Chuck, it was a lot of fun. My daughter uh, loved it a lot. Um, a lot of great, you know, it, it, I love the pacing of it too, because you get introduced to the villains in the multiverse first, and it's kind of a big buildup until the, the last real and the last 45 minutes of the movie, when both Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield show up. Um, I thought the, the movie it's very thin as far as storylines go. There's really not much of a story here other than these guys are back and he wants to hide his identity. There's really not much more to it, but the action's good. The cameos are, are fun. Um, all the villains are great, especially Andrew, uh, Alfred Molina and Willem Dafoe just eats up the role again as Goblin. He's he really good. He's really good again. Uh, I'm not sure if they did digital enhancement on both those characters, but they look fantastic. And Jamie Foxx is good as well. And even Thomas Hayden Church, uh, his voice is used most of the movie for Sandman. But let's face it, the stars of this movie is when the three of them are on screen together. And the last 45 minutes are so much fun. The audience roared when both Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire showed up. Um, and, and it really, Tom Holland kind of takes a back seat, his character, because it was so much fun to see the other two Spider-Man, even Andrew Garfield for me. He he steals this movie in a lot of ways, and I'm not a big fan of the Amazing Spider-Man 2 movies. But I will say this, Chuck, um, we often talk about how we think, you know, he's the best Spider-Man now, and there's no doubt about it. But when Tobey Maguire shows up in this movie, it fits like an old glove. It's like, I, oh, my God, an old friend, it. an old friend is back. I agree. And, and let's Garfield's hang out really with him. Good. And Andrew Garfield's a really good actor. He is. He's very really good in this good movie, actor. too. And when the three of them are bantering on screen together, the dialogue's very brisk and fun, much like a Spider-Man movie should be. But I got to I was genuinely surprised at a how much I loved Andrew Garfield and really the superhero moment he has in it, which is is very, very done very well, very brilliant. And how much Tommy McGuire is like, oh, my God, I didn't realize how much I missed him in that role. And the three of them fighting together is fantastic. Does it have its flaws? Yes. I think there's way too much Doctor Strange. There's way too much wizardry. Um, I know a lot of there are a lot of fans of his character. I have never been one. And I do think it gets bogged down a little bit with some melodrama with what with Aunt May and all that other stuff. But other than that, I had so much fun at this movie. And it, it's really you can nitpick all you want. It's just a slam bang, great action movie with the three of them. When the three of them are on screen together, Chuck, there's really nothing better. You want to hear my opinion? You're going sure. to be surprised. You're going to be surprised. Go ahead. Yeah, that's why um, we're have to do the podcast. You know, we talk I about know. our opinions and movies. Okay, I went with my wife, Laurel, my daughter, Sydney, who's 16 and uh, Courtney, who's my partner at the smoothie shop in the president's theater. And I got to tell you, Mike, I, we were all disappointed. No. Oh, wow. Yeah. We were you know, you're in the minority, right? I know I'm in the minority. I'm going to watch it again. But I got to tell you, and this is a good conversation to have. I thought Andrew Garfield was really good. I love seeing Tobey Maguire back. I like the first half hour. When Doc Ock shows up in the movie, right? That's right. really cool. Yeah. Once he gets captured. And then they go, they bring these villains like behind these glass in, in the room. Yep. Yeah. I sort of was perplexed where this movie was going. I had a very different vision in my head where, where I wanted this to go. Right. Okay. When Andrew Garfield pops up and um, 
it's it's uh Peter Parker's fr- friend Ned, right? He learns how to do he learns how to open the portals, right? Uh, this is a spoiler show. It is what it is. Okay. Right, right. Andrew Garfield shows up. People applaud. I get it. It's not how I envision him returning. And I grant you that there's a major okay. pacing problem with this, and there's really okay. zero Here, story. Okay. Here's the thing with me. When I when I'm and again, I wanted to love this movie. Right. I've had this experience before, which if it's almost like an air balloon where the air starts coming out, and it starts coming out more than I realized, and I'm like. Wow. Yeah, but I'm just shocked it didn't get it back when it when, didn't, it, I didn't, when it all comes I mean, together at the end. Yeah, I mean, to a point. I mean, don't get me wrong. I, Tom Holland's really good. I knew when they gave Aunt, Aunt May all that screen time. Yeah. Something. Right? Yeah. I was like, yeah. why are they giving us so much screen time? Yeah. Right. William Defoe brings his A game. He's good. There's no doubt about it. I don't like what they did with Doc Ock. No. Jamie Foxx, Electro, still a turd. Sandman, who cares? Nobody cares. Uh, right? Nobody cares. Oh, you have the same feeling of Doctor Strange that I do. I just I cannot get into that character. He works better in his. He works better in other. I listen. He's a tremendous actor and he's a lot of fun. I. I he works better as Doctor Strange in, in in other properties other than his own movie. Right. Um. I liked the first half hour a lot. It was fun, and then it's sort of the it's then to me to me. I just like this movie has serious pacing issues. It's just not moving quick enough. Right. right. And it almost becomes to me, I, I guess maybe me and you saw a different movie, but it almost is like, um, it turns into, instead of an action, fun, big, big action movie, it turns into almost a melodrama, a little too melodramatic. Like I said, very, a little dra- bit. Melo- yeah. very melodramatic. And, yeah. and, and, and I got to tell you, I, I know this sounds c- crazy, but, when all those villains are in run room for like a half an hour, okay? Yeah. It almost is like, okay, we can't have them outside because we don't want people to know when they're in the movie. Or we're trying to save some money and just, I, I don't know. It just. So you wanted maybe a little bit bigger in scope of these guys being villains. Yeah. And I, and I wanted to, I wanted when my, I had a vision in my head when Toby McGuire and Andrew Garfield entered this movie. I want more heroics. It, it just it's just OK. Right. Yeah, they enter the movie and people go wild. Right. But, no, but they have pretty substantial parts in did. this movie. Making, they do. You know. They do. But it's not over. This movie's not overly exciting after the first half hour. I don't mm. think so. Uh, I you disagree. So? I thought the climax was very exciting, especially what they do with Andrew Garfield's character with MJ um, and and some of the great scenes with the. Um, with the goblin and and uh, Tom Holland together, I I disagree there. I thought that the, I thought it came together very well. I will say the two tack on um, endings I t- are so unappealing. They're maybe the two worst tack on endings I've ever seen on a Marvel. I have no interest at all in how Venom fits into this universe, nor do I care what Doctor Strange does next. I mean, they tack on that ending like I gotta the say, audience is gonna act, roar and, and go fir- see this movie. And in, I, in, I, in, I, in the first half hour. In the first half hour, the the uh, the, uh, the Daredevil Matt Murdock. Yeah, that, that got really, a big reaction. Really, really good. Yeah, I got a big reaction. Listen, listen, they have the ability now. They could do. They could do. They could make another five of these movies, tight movies. They get. They don't have to do multiverse. They just take these characters and, and, and well, just wind them in one movie. Right. They've been doing that already. I mean, you yeah. look at the Civil War and all and that it stuff. It works. They, the more yeah. the more you do, the more people show up. Yeah, they do. 
Now, look, let's face it next. I mean, it's not going to make $260 million again next weekend. Obviously, it's it's going to have a tremendous drop off after the holidays here. Um, do you think that um, it ends the proper way for Tom Holland? Why you don't think he's coming back? I don't. I don't know that for no, sure. He, Do you know that for back. sure? Yeah, they're saying he's coming back. He's coming back. He's um, twenty. He's twenty-seven. Right. He looks like he's eighteen. He does still. Yeah. So and Zendaya is really good. She's such a great screen presence. I love that that those characters. And Ned the, is really good. Ned's really good too. Um, I and Happy's good. You know, John Favreau again. Uh, absolutely. He's Listen, always. I don't. I, I don't want to act like I hated this movie. I didn't hate this movie. It just here's the thing. I give it a six out of ten. Yeah, I, okay. I give I give it a solid eight and a half out of ten. Okay, I really here's, here's my issue. I had a vision in my mind what I would. It's like they had all the toys in the world. I don't think they played with them the way I would have played with them. Make yep. sense? That yeah, I would that, agree. Yeah, I would and, agree, and, and, maybe. But and, I will that, say, I, yeah, the, the three Spider Man. I did not anticipate that much screen time. The three. No, I did together. not either. Ex- except it's so melodramatic. Oh, uh, they had some fun with the three characters on screen together. They did when they did fun, the part fun. But here, but here's the, the part thing. about the Avengers. And he's like, well, what's the what's that? And, and you know, Andrew Garfield's like, is that a band? I, mean, I that's, had a that's vi- good banter. Hear me out. I had a vision in my head that Tom Holland, spite Peter Parker was in trouble. Right. Right. And he needed help. And these two Spider-Mans well, enter the and help him in a heroic way right off the bat. They instead, they do. They, that's instead, what they're in the film for. That that's but, why they're they are there. No, but they it's okay. It's like me coming over your house at Christmas time, right? Yeah, I don't agree with that. He could not have won this war. Now I will say this: I did not like the fact, and again, it's yeah. another spoiler, and I apologize. I did not like the fact that the whole um, point of this movie is to make the bad guys good again. And yeah. and and return them back to their universe as as uh, as good guys, not bad. I, I thought that was a bit like, what are we doing okay. here? I mean, these, me, these, uh, these are villains. They're OK I, to be villains. Right. And let me ask you another question. Don't you think that became meandering of a plot point? It took it, too long. Well, it, no, what it did. The stakes weren't as high because you didn't really care if these guys were good again. Um, and yes, it did take of, a, all, of, of all the mass people who are watching this movie, nobody had issues, any issues with this movie's pacing they well, didn't feel like i got bogged down other than me and me and three other people you also have to remember too by what? this time in the year we would have had yeah. four movies like this already that we all went to the theaters to see and we yeah. all loved and this would just been another one this is the first of its kind that we haven't had and really yeah. let's face it two years an event movie like this that everybody can go so people are going to love this movie no matter what despite all its flaws and listen all these Marvel movies have flaws. Let's face it. They're not all great. I mean, no. Endgame comes the closest to perfection. And I would argue maybe the second Captain America movie. But yeah, there's I, all flaws is... in all of them. And None, listen, those first uh, and we'll talk about this later. But the first two uh, Tom Holland Spider-Man movies, they're not great. No, they're not. They're very uh, lightweight. And there's yeah. really not much at stake in either one of those movies. Um but the the first two Spider-Man Sam Raimi movies, like we said, we'll talk about later, are are near classic. So, look, I I get your your criticism. I even said some of the pacing is a little off, although I did like the build up to finally get to the three Spider-Man. I thought the payoff was good enough to ignore any of the flaws. And um, I did like what the, I really I, I was surprised how much I enjoyed Andrew Garfield in the role because oh, I, like did I, too. Said, I thought he was really good. He's not. He's not. The, the other two movies are are, are very unnecessary. Um, the Mark Webb ones, they're just not they, they're not even they don't even need to be made. Um, and and uh, but but you have to admit, 
I mean, Tobey Maguire, and we don't see Tobey Maguire do anything to see him on screen this much and add this much to the movie. That was a really, really big surprise for me, Chuck. And I really, I miss him. I mean, between Seabiscuit and some of the other movies he's made, he's always brings his A game to a movie. It's like, why hasn't this guy worked Let me just a little a bit more? If they wanted to do a a, 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 a Tobey Maguire Spider-Man, he's 47 years old. Could they do that? Yeah, I think they could. I totally think they could. Now they couldn't cast James Franco. They'd have to figure out another way to, well, even though I think they killed that character off right in three. Yeah, so they did. Um, but I, I would, wouldn't you? I mean, I especially if Raimi signed Take up. A ton to of money. It, yeah, I, I, it'd, it'd be I huge think, interest in it. Uh, I think it would be uh, really good. Uh, well, you know, we begged it. I mean, I'm surprised how much you didn't like the ending and how it pulled it off. I know I, I was fine with the ending. I was fine, completely fine with the ending because, like, you know, it, it has a melancholy ending. Like it was Spider-Man yeah. 2, which we're going to talk about. Tobey Maguire. That movie has a running sadness throughout its oh entire gosh. runtime, but I still think it's one of the best superhero movies ever, ever. No Hands doubt down. about it. I, and right. I will agree with you. The but that but that movie has no pacing issues, none, zero. No, it just no. moves. And I would agree with you. The plot point of you know what's at stake here is making a bad guy good again, and let's get the that's what we're going to fight for the last half hour. Well, there's nothing at stake. I, you I know? just want to say one more thing because I want to sell my point to you. Doc Ock enters the movie, right? It's exciting, right? It's exciting. Yeah, yeah it's great. And, and, then then the and then they put him in a cage and then they put him in a cage and then Green Goblin is in a movie. And it's like. And they put him in a cage. Yeah, and like and it's like, that's not what I envisioned in my mind. That's my that's why I had issues in my first viewing. I right. did. So I have to be honest about that. I did. Like, like- I, I, I sat there and I and I was like, like, I can't curse, but I was like, damn. I'm feeling I, disappointment. I get you. No, I get you. I, right. I, I also liked how they made uh, Green Goblin look more like the cartoon, like his costume and stuff, how they manipulated. He was, you know, he was a kind of a homeless guy and he had the hoodie and and it tore up and he has the hood instead of the big giant. I always had a problem with that giant mask from the original Raimi movies, but I, I did like that. And I and he's so good. Willem Dafoe. It's crazy. how I read. Uh, I was watching a YouTube video that said William Dafoe agreed to do it one they all wanted money. They got paid. Of course. Like uh, Alfred Mil- Molina's, why'd you do it? They paid me. All yeah. Right? Yeah. William Defoe, his second stipulation was that he had to do his own action scenes. That's great. He said, I want, he said, I won't do it unless I get to do the action scenes. Because it doesn't feel like I'm in the movie unless I do it myself. I like now, that. Uh, and uh, thoughts on Venom and Doc- Dr. Strange coming up. Is there anything there that interests you uh, between those two tag ons? Uh, well, you know, the Doctor Strange tag on is basically the trailer for the yeah. new movie. Yeah, basically. Uh, Venom is, is in the Spider-Man universe, so you knew that was going to happen. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Matt Murdock is in the Spider-Man universe. That's going to happen. Listen, the, 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 the potential is unlimited here. It, it yeah. is. And these people know what they're doing in Marvel. They know what the fans want. They know how to give it to them. And they're going to give it to them. So well, they, no, got another, they got another 10-year run. They do. Hands down. They here. do. Uh, Chuck, real quick thoughts on West Side Story, because I got a chance to see it. And, yeah. you know, we were hoping there'd be some sort of momentum here with the holidays coming up and people going to see this movie. Not right now. Not right now. It doesn't feel like it. Maybe awards and and um, well, we're gonna, the week between Christmas and New Year's is when things. Yeah. You know, I'm the crown. I'm the crown might hurt anybody we'll going to see this movie. But yeah. I got to tell you, I was uh, I mean, I was in chills 
this whole movie. Uh, the performances are unbelievable. This, the, 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 like you said, I mean, Steven Spielberg brings his a game. So it's like, it's if he's saying I am making this movie the way I would have done it in 1960. And, and this is what it's going to look like. And it looks spectacular. Um, the, the, you know, even the little changes they made with how they did America and, and where they place some of the songs in the movie, I thought they fit perfectly. Um, especially something like, um, uh, cool you know that that is a completely different part of the movie that they play you know and and tony is in uh in in the scene which is you know it happens after tony's death in the original um just play it cool boy but um the choreography is fantastic the performances are unbelievable but i really i gotta give 150 percent credit to giving rita marino um somewhere and having her I mean, that was the climax of the movie. Everything that happened after that movie, Chuck, seemed like an epilogue tag on. That is such a memorable movie moment. I mean, it's one of the best moments in, in the last 10 years in theaters. Her belting that song out and then intertwining all the storylines. I mean, it's surefire. Another Oscar nomination for her. There's no doubt thing, about if they, it. If they gave Anne Hathaway an Oscar for that one song in Les Mis, right? They yeah. certainly they certainly could give her an Oscar. And, and the rest of the cast is great. Don't get me wrong. But that moment. I mean, that movie, that moment's so great that at the end they couldn't give when Tony's dying. They don't have he's not sing. They're not singing somewhere together. They had to pick another song from the movie. Yeah, and it, it doesn't uh, pack that emotional wallop that that the obviously the original does. When the Tony only dies. issue, the only floor I found in this movie I, and I loved it, which I told you is I thought at the three quarter mark, the movie really peaked. Yeah, and Rita I, Marino. I, that, right. That's and, yeah, and, and then and then I then it then it has a little bit of a pacing issue getting to the climax. Right. Yeah. But it's a great movie, Spielberg. That that direction, that's Joy's Close Encounters direction. Yeah, that's as good like as he's he, ever going to do. He's done, bringing yeah. it all. All yep. right. Uh, and uh, and and the two leads, all the cast is great. The whole cast Every is one of them. even Chino. What they did with his character yes, is a little different. It. You know. Uh, I love it. it. It's it's really fantastic. I hope people go see it. And I'm going to bring my daughter to see it eventually, too, because it's just, you know, it's one of those movie making uh, achievements that doesn't happen a lot. And uh, it, it it it's a shame if if it doesn't find an audience. So on you do want to really like movies going. Oh, uh, yeah, she does. Yeah. She likes musicals as well, too. So uh, there's no doubt about it. Um, although I might have to sit through Sing, too. And so, you know, you, you know, you give a little take a little with some of these movies, Chuck. Are you going to sit down and watch The Matrix over the holiday weekend? On I HBO? might watch it. You're going to watch, watch it, it on HBO, though, aren't you? Yes. Yeah. Uh, any kind Actually, of buzz? What's the buzz daughter, on that? Uh, it's like 67 percent positively. There's okay. people who really like it. Actually, my daughter wants to see this Kurt Warner biopic. Uh, we're going to go. We're actually going to go to the mall tomorrow and watch. Oh, it. wow. Yeah. The, the Stroud Mall. Yes. Oh, wow. Uh, tell all our friends back there that they said hi. Whatever. <laughs> uh, well, enjoy that, and and that's getting good buzz too. As a matter of fact, right? I mean, people like these feel good. I mean, things. I don't think it's going to make two cents, but we'll I don't think it. so either. I don't think no. so either. Um, all right, Chuck, let's uh let's transition into fast I five. I, I think I'm going to get a seat when I go. No, I, I think you'll be. Ca- you don't have to get there early. I wouldn't go on Fandango and buy them. No, early. I don't think so. Um. Before we get to Fast Five, did you have any other movie news you wanted to get to before we move on? No, I'm good. Okay. Um, Let's start right off the bat with a tough one because he's been in so much and his voice is so iconic. Uh, Samuel Jackson. And, you know, when I tell you his age, you're just going to be like, that can't be. He is 73 years old, Chuck, Samuel Jackson. It's just crazy to think about that. 
There I, is I mean, no one movie because he's he's good in everything. I mean, his death scene in, in Deep Blue Sea is incredible. It is. Right. I mean, I, I mean, think Pulp Fiction, right? I think, I think Die Hard with a Vengeance is really good. He's yeah. really good in that movie. I mean, I would probably say Pulp Fiction is the you yeah. know, his most iconic role. I mean, I love uh, even in uh, he's good in way back when do the what right do thing. Long Ki- what do you think of Long Kiss Goodnight? Underrated? Uh, yeah, it's, it's underrated. Movie, right? Yeah, it's a good movie. He's good in yeah. it. I mean, he's good in a lot of stuff. She's, she's great in that movie. Gina what, Davis. What do you think of him as Mace Windu? Unnecessary? Unnecessary. Completely unnecessary, right? I mean, it, it, that's just a favor role. It feels like it just if, I don't know. Yeah. And Nick Fury. I mean, he's been in a lot of good. these. He's, he's good. good. He's, he's good in the Captain Marvel. Right. He, that was a, he, they gave him an expanded role in that. Right. Yeah. And he's good in it. Um, yep. Yeah. He's and, and, you know, Django, he does all the, you know, Quentin Tarantino movies, too. And he did the Spike Lee movies, too. Yeah. Do the right I thing. Mean, I mean, I remember him in that. I mean, he's uh, Jungle Fever. Put him and Halle Berry all strung out. Yeah. He's the guy's great. He's just great. Um, now he now he schleps Capital One. So, I mean, he, he's doing something right. 74, yeah. though, is beyond it's belief. Great career. And, yeah. and uh, Morgan Freeman, he's older. He's in his 80s. Yeah. Well, how about Jane Fonda, who's up next? She's 84 this weekend, Chuck. China Syndrome. Is that not even why wow, you didn't even bat an eye on that? Well, she hasn't really done a lot. Let's face it. I mean, uh, I, I did enjoy 9 to 5 back in the day, too. I remember going to see uh, Electric Horseman in the Clue theater. Got, Clue got great reviews back Clue, in the day. Yeah. I mean, he, she did Electric Horseman and China Syndrome yeah. in the same year. Yeah. Um, but China Syndrome is and Agnes of God. I really liked her a lot in that. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah, but she uh, early later in her career, she really hadn't done much. Um, how about Ray Fines, Chuck? And by the way, the Kingsman, do people care about this series? I don't think they're going to care about this one very much. I mean, I don't I don't get it. Um, I do like him a lot. And his turn as M, especially in our favorite uh, Skyfall. I mean, he's so yeah. good when he yep. morphs into M. I mean, to me, that I mean, everybody's going to say English patient, right? But and of course, he's Voldemort and all the Harry Potter movies. Yet he's you have you haven't named one yet. No. <laughs> OK, not a Ray right. fan. Uh, how ah. about J- how about Jared Leto? Uh, he's got that new movie coming out to Morbius. Uh, they're pushing that. Big time now. Too. I got to be honest with you. I'm not a big fan. I'm not either. Yeah, that, that's not a big stretch to say, um, although he is good as the bad guy in Panic Room. I remember. Yeah, that. I mean, he, I like Panic Room. Um, that's another movie you don't see. I mean, after a, a couple of years after it aired in theaters, it, it used to air on cable. All the time. You don't see it anymore. Right. It's amazing I, how certain things just disappear. And I'm guessing this house of Gucci's tanking up the you you know what, too. Right. It's no, done. It's, OK, it's done. It's done okay. OK. Yeah. All right. Uh, does that, so you've got nothing to add for uh, Jarrett Leto? No, not really. I, I hated his Joker. And I just it just it's like an open it's like an open cut for me. I so much. I dislike that performance. His work on my so-called life. Weren't you a big fan of that uh, way back in the day? That's a good show. Yeah. Well, that's really where he got started. So give him that. Can you give him that? I, I will. I'll give him All that. right. All right. Last but not least. And I'm sure you're going to pick a Gary Marshall movie in here somewhere. How about Hector Elizondo? Hector Elizondo, Chuck. Who is uh, you might pick a different movie, actually. 85 Hector Elizondo. Who what would you pick? Ooh. now he's great in Pretty Woman. He's really he good is. in that movie. But you're going to go way, way, way back. Take one of our one, two, three. Yeah. What well, you remember what color he is? No, he's gray. Um, that was I mean, come on. It's one of the greatest movies of all time. And he's extremely racist in that movie, too. Um, 
and it there's plays no well. way that there's no way that dialogue's flying no there. that there's some dark dialogue in that movie but really dark so um hector rosando you you what would you i mean i mean obviously he's been in every they was almost he made, in, like, was he was he he was in Beverly Hills Cop three. Not all yes, three. he was. Yes, he was. Right? Is that, is that I, the one you're picking? All right, that's no, cool. No, 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 <laughs> I'm not. No, I'm not. I'll go with Pretty Woman. Pretty Woman. But and also taking the taking a pill in one, two, three. And he's been in like the New Year's Eve and all the ones that yeah. he, he's well, been he's, in. He's all up, that. he's getting he's up there now. 80s, huh? 85. Wow. 85. All right, all right, Chuck, let's go back to talk about. Now, I really want to narrow in on the live action Spider-Man um, mm-hmm. and, and where, where it's made its appearances. Uh, on TV and in theaters and really Chuck the first time that a live action Spider-Man. And I don't know if you remember this. I definitely do. I used to love when he would pop up on the electric company as Spider-Man and the Spidey adventures. Do you remember back on television when he would make his appearance on the electric company? That was really one of the first times from 1974 is called the Spidey super stories. Do you, do you remember the electric company at all? I do. And uh, Morgan Freeman was actually part of the electric. Yeah, company, I right? remember that. Yeah. But do you remember the Spidey super stories being a part of that? I do. And not, he not vividly, but I, I do remember. Apparently it was played by Danny Segrin uh, back then in that from okay. for those three years and would pop up sporadically uh, on the electric company. Um, mm-hmm. He didn't talk. He had the bubble come up. Remember? Right. Got, right. Yeah, yep. yeah. But then after that, um, and I remember this series like it was the back of my hand. Nicholas Hammond yeah, played the title that. role in the Amazing right. Spider-Man series. Yeah. Now, if you had easy. to guess how right. many episodes of that show was made, uh, I'm going to say uh, 28. No, 13 episodes, okay. including two movies that were blended together to be released overseas. <sighs> okay. And this was on CBS. I think they had yeah. Wonder Woman at the time, too. Yeah. And, and they, from what I read, they canceled both of these shows at the same time. How old was he when he did that role? Uh, Nicholas Hammond, I could tell yeah. you that uh, he yeah. was 26. It's not All too right. bad. It's not too no, bad. No, um, but he was a good older. Spider-Man. Looked, I remember older, though. No, he did. He wasn't yeah. really your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man, although no. he did work at the newspaper. Yeah. Um, I think uh, Keenan. Can OK, can I ask you one question that popped what? in my head? Let's go back to No Way Home. <laughs> if you're doing a multiverse, right? Right. Why would you re- why would you recast? Uh, um. Uh, what's his name is J. Jonah James. James. Why would would they recast him? No, no, no. Why would you bring back? What's his name from the Raimi movies? Right. In this universe, non it has nothing to do with the multiverse. It just I I, 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 that's another thing. I sat there and I was like, why would you do this? Like, it makes no sense. I know he's great. J.K. What's his name? J.K. Simmons. Simmons. All right. Like, OK, he's in the same. He plays J. Jonah Jameson in this Raimi verse in the Raimi Spider-Man movies. Right. right? He's right. great. So at the end of the last um, Spider-Man movie with, with pops uh, up. he yep. pops up now. And in this one, he has a bigger part as J. Jonah Jameson. Right. Right. But it ha- that his appearing as a character has nothing to do with the multiverse. No, he's actually can't, he's the same character. Yes. Yes. And it's bizarre. A little bit. It is very bizarre. I just want to point that out. A little bit. He has no hair. If that makes any difference. Bizarre. And the character is very um, Newsmax ish. Let's say that. Yes. Um, So they had a lot to say about that. Um, It's confusing a little. A little bit. A little bit. The three movies that were released overseas of the Amazing Spider-Man was 1977 Spider-Man, Spider-Man Strikes Back in 78, and then Spider-Man The Dragon's Challenge. But basically, 
there were extended versions of the old TV series. And I guess there was a Japanese live action TV series back in the day in 1978, Chuck, um, that I don't remember. I have to I be honest either. with you. It's interesting how they got the rights to do this stuff. Uh, absolutely. Now, right. we'd have to wait quite some time for an actual Spider-Man movie, but I know Canon tried to do one right, and I think James Cameron actually, ha- he wrote a script. He for, was going to do it. He was going to do one too, right? And Columbia yeah. Pictures had it, and Carol Coe had it. Yes. Um, it was in so many different properties. That's why it took so long to yeah. come around. And then in 2002, we finally get it, and we get Tobey Maguire as Peter Parker, and everything just seems to fit like a glove. Uh, Toby was 27 when he filled the role, and okay. uh, Sam Raimi directed. And Chuck, I mean, we've talked about this a lot, but uh, maybe not this specific one, but I remember when I saw this in the theaters, before 2 came out, I thought, man, this was maybe one of the best origin stories next to Superman yes, it's really that was good. ever made. You know, it's got some really good villains in it and it's got Uncle Bed. Cliff Robertson's very good in it. Um, it's I mean, there's nothing to me. There's nothing wrong with this film. No, it's really good. Um, outside of maybe James Franco's Harry Osborne. I don't know. I just he wears a little thin for me. I know some people aren't crazy about this MJ as opposed to Zendaya. Now I know but- they are, but I like her a lot. I, she, she, I think I think she especially in the second one, I think she's really. In the melody, you know, in the sadness of the second one, I think she works very well. Well, and you think about it too. There's been no moment since when he hung upside down and kissed her that's matched that in any great moment. I mean, that is a, a, a an iconic moment of, across all the universe. I don't care what Spidey verse you're in. That that is a movie moment. That is more than just Spider Man too. That or Spider Man. That is a it's movie. A little, moment. And it's a, it's an it's, it's an edgy, it's an edgy scene. So yeah, it yeah. is an edgy scene. Two years later, I mean, it would all blend together for and we've raved about it a million times for maybe the most perfect superhero movie with Otto Octavius and Alfred Molina as the bad guy here, Chuck. And we love Spider-Man too. I think it's like everybody just paced so well. Everybody's it's like the, in there. It's like the Godfather two of uh, superhero movies. Right? It really is. Well, um, you know, the dark Knight also, but uh, it's, it's a terrific movie. It has a, it's, it has a, um, a, it has a thread of sadness from the beginning to end in that movie because and it, it ends really, on a downer too. It ends right. On a it down. really shows that his life as Spider-Man is a curse, right. right? I mean, that is a running thread throughout that whole film. Having said that, it's fun. It has great effects. The villain is awesome. He is awesome. Aunt May is awesome. Um, it all works. I give it that expi- movie a nine and a half out of ten. And you get a little, you get a little goblin in it too because it expands Harry Osborn's role a little bit. And that's and why it, it bothers me a little when all these people say Spider-Man No Way Home is by far the best Spider-Man movie ever. No, it's, it's not. not. It's not. This, mo- this movie's better. It, it is. I just think I, I, I would argue there's some people that haven't even seen this movie that love this movie. May, that may, came out, maybe. Um, maybe that are a little I, I would imagine. I wonder how many people watch these that, that movie No Way Home and are confused uh, to haul hell. It's like, who? Did, what are these? Spider- I don't know. You know, does everybody not. know Toby Maguire? I, I hope so. Yeah, I hope so. By now, yeah. um, Chuck. Three years later, Sam Raimi. I mean, once again, he went to the well, maybe one too many times. I, I there's things about Spider-Man three that I like, but my memories of Spider-Man three are mostly what I didn't like. Obviously, him dancing down the street makes absolutely no sense whatsoever. Well, here's and the thing. Topher Grace like, as, as I, Venom does not I, work. I remember when I was in the theater and I was entertained. And then years later, I watched it on Blu-ray and I, I saw the floors. The floors are all there. Sam Raimi admits to this day that 
you know, the studio, which was Sony, they pushed for Venom. They made him put Venom in. And that was the last uh, third act rewrite. They rewrote that script to add that characters. Too many characters in that movie. You got yep. MJ and you got Gwen Stacy in the same movie. That's Bryce true. Dallas I forgot Howard, about right. Yeah, Bryce Dallas it, Howard. Yeah. So many characters in that movie. It does have entertainment value. It does. Having said that, it's just over crammed and some of it's silly. And there's a little does, bit. It does, it does things with Peter Parker that you, they shouldn't have did. There's a little twinge of like Batman and Robin in it, right? There's just like, there's way yeah. too many things going on yeah. where really you didn't need all these characters. You know, you didn't need all this stuff. Um, it, it was a it was you know what it is. It's a bummer that you make. It would have been nice to make a perfect trilogy. This one kind of stands out as it's a bit of a failure for me, just a, for all the things. Before we move along to Marvel Universe, there was two movies in between 2000 and. Uh, seven and 2016 um, that came out. The Amazing Spider-Man one and two with Andrew Garfield in the role. Uh, Emma Stone is Gwen Stacy as well. And uh, I believe uh, Dennis Leary is in it. Uh, you have uh, Rice Afans in it as the Kirk Connors in the first one. And then you had Jamie Foxx as Electro in the second one. Let's kind of team these up together. Whereas we both just raved about Andrew Garfield in um, in the new one, No Way Home. Um, his turn in the other two movies to me are almost forgettable. I don't, nothing stands out about any of these two movies. You know, the one thing that stands out about these two movies is see Thomas Howell in one of them as a construction worker, save helping save uh, Peter Parker and Spider Man in one of these movies. That's how unforgettable these uh, these movies are. They're not uh, good. forgettable, they're not, not unforgettable. They're not, they're not bad, but they're not good. They're just like pedet- what they call pedestrian. They're like ah, you know. I remember seeing him in the theater. They're like ah. It's all right. Well, when the lizard is in this one here, I totally those, vil- those villains are not good. They're not good. The villains are not good. Those and- villains are not good. And then, you know, the one thing with ba- about Batman, Batman has the greatest villains. Oh, uh, he really those does. Villains are great. Those villains, no, they are. are great. They steal most movies. That's yeah. the, in, in uh, even in the even in uh, Christopher Nolan's. I mean, I mean, maybe even especially in the Christopher Nolan movies. I thought the villains were fantastic. Um, yeah. And then, you know, Gwen Stacy it ends on such a downer too. It's like, I mean, really, I don't want to watch. Yeah. I don't want to watch this kind of stuff. Uh, although the payoff for no way home, I thought was really, really yeah. remarkably done. Well, I, I really did. Um, all right, Chuck, let's talk about, do you remember the first time Tom Holland played Spider-Man? It was not in homecoming. What was it? He was in civil war before homecoming came out. I didn't even realize that. Uh, yeah, okay. that was our first look as Tom Holland as Spider-Man. Remember when they all, you know, I'm not yeah. a big fan of Steve uh, Civil War. It's, it's good guys against good guys. And to me, that never makes any sense. And for two and a half hours, you got to sit through Iron Man and Captain America hating each other. It was just to me, that's a bore fest. But we did get to see Tom Holland. Now, we knew he was in it because it came out the, the very next year. Spider-Man Homecoming. Um, perfect casting. Well done. But still not to Raimi's level of really great Spider-Man movies, but it is a lot. It's it's different tone though, right? It's just, yes. What they did have, which works really well is, is Tom Holland feels like a high school student, right? It's perfect cast. It really is. He's terrific. And it has, it, 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 it it energizes it with a a, a sense of fun. That's different. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, um, and then, you know, you also had happy popping her. He stays around, right? And we had a hot aunt may, right? We never yeah. thought we'd have a hot. And I'll do respect good. to Sally Field. She's a yeah. little, but uh, Marissa Tomei done very, 
very smartly putting her in that role. Mm-hmm. Um, and then after that, he's in a F- Infinity War. Uh, remember, he, he's one of the ensemble cast of the Avengers that pops yeah. up in Infinity War. Um, he's also in Endgame. Um, well, his stuff with Iron Man and Endgame at the end is awesome. It's a more, it's really remarkable. Um, oh, yeah. In fact, at the end of Infinity War, I would even go back and say, you know, when he dies um, in Infinity War, that is a pretty powerful scene. Tony Stark, you're talking about? No, in Infinity War, when Spider Man dies, oh, remember yeah, he's, yeah, yeah, he's yeah, about yeah. you know, and he and he doesn't you know he's he's in Iron Man's arms and he's afraid he's going to die. That's a yeah. pretty powerful scene, done yeah, very well. Yeah, um, they all cheat and they come back two years, oh, like actually a year later for Endgame. But some of the real stuff, real good stuff too, between Captain America and and Spider Man and Endgame, everything works in Endgame. It's hard to really pinpoint what would be wrong with Endgame. There really isn't. Um, then that very same year, Chuck, you know, Endgame comes out in April, but we get before the year is up far from home, the next Spider-Man movie. Um, it's again, it's good. Is it great? I don't know. I mean, Jake Gyllenhaal's having fun as Mysterio. There's some the really good fun. scenes. It's uh, not great. But the Eiffel fun. Tower scene's it's done good. really well. Yeah, but it's good. Not great. Right. It's just again, it, 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 it rides off the heels of of an energetic Tom Holland, who's a yeah, lot of fun, and, really does, you know, and and uh, and his and uh, the 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 friend Ned, who becomes more more and more gets more and more screen time, and and Zendaya as well. I mean, yeah. the three the three of them are really good together. Um, and then we, we you know we obviously we talked about No Way Home. We forgot to bring up you know Michael Keaton as you know Vulture in in the original Homecoming. He's pretty damn yeah. good villain, you know. Yeah, he's good, um, and he's going to pop up again. In, and it's an interesting villain because it's a blue collar villain, right? You right, can you almost see that kind of villain. No, you can almost understand his plight and what he's doing. Yeah. You, it's almost like, all right, well, I could see this guy turning bad. It kind of makes sense. He doesn't yeah. have like octopus arms coming out of his back or anything like that. You know, he's he's and he, you know he's in the Morbius movie. Um, no, you know they don't even tell you that that's actually Vulture, but he is playing Vulture in that film uh, coming up. And we mentioned it before, the Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. That's actually very good. I know it's not live action. But if you haven't seen that movie yet, and I know they're coming out with another one um, short in, in a couple of years, um, it's good stuff, Chuck. I, I, I know you're a fan of the Spider-Verse, right? The the, the, the animated one that came out a couple of years good. ago. It's done really well. Um, so you say Tom Holland's coming back. Yes, 100%. Um, all right. Well, we'll see what happens. Uh, and um, I'm a little surprised that you, you were all over the map on the No Way Home. Most most of our listeners hate were you me su- like were you surprised when I said that? No, not really. I mean, okay. it's not a perfect film. It's got problems. There's no doubt about it. Um, but I just I, I am just I'm a little surprised. People just seem to just have no issues with some of the pacing here. Was there juice? I, I, was was there juice in the audience you saw it with? Uh, yes, but I, I I I didn't see it with a ton of people. Yeah, like twenty five. I mean that. I mean, I I don't want to judge, but that that has a little to do with it. Yeah, I mean, you might. An audience getting cheering and all that stuff. Maybe I don't know. Although it wasn't a lot of cheering moments until the all three Spider. When the movie the was over, they cr- they clapped at the end yes. credits after. Yeah, they did. Odd. No, not hard. The okay. biggest reaction was um was the uh, the two showing up, and then the Andrew Garfield moment, uh, okay. and then the one scene when they're all three fall down and on the screen side by side as that that got a good reaction too okay. uh but again we're Listen, not talking i'm not rooting against it I, i'm glad it made a ton of money i'm glad people loved it 
Hey, you uh, know, I found before we industry. before we go, I found this movie on Netflix that just came out by the makers of the of the original Purge. Yep. Um, it star it's it takes place the night Rocky three opens. It's called This is the Night about yep. a bunch of kids in Staten Island who and their families who go see Rocky three for the first time. Frank Grillo's in it. First yep. of all. No, nobody looked like Frank Grillo in 1983. I'm sorry, 1982. <laughs> there wasn't a human on earth that looked like Frank Grillo. Um, so it was a little off pulley. Bobby Cannavale's in it as well. Oh, yeah. Um, is it good? It, you know, I'm halfway through it, but there's a 20 minute scene. Not You're even halfway through it. What is it like a book? What's no, it's on Netflix, here? you dummy. Uh, all right. Is it's a, a series? <laughs> a series? It's no, a series it's a movie? it's a movie. I just couldn't okay. finish it. All right. Let me, I get to my. I want you to wait, turn it on. Relax. It's a movie, but you're halfway through it. It's like a book. Okay. No, it's not like a book. It's boy, a movie. Has, I didn't have time to finish. Boy, That's has, why it's on Netflix. World, has the world changed? Uh, so by the like way, you, okay. Let me. Ask I just want you to watch. There's a 10 minute scene of the everybody yeah. watching Rocky three. Just watch cool. that. All right. That's all. So you, we're, we're not going off on any more tangents. The show's over. When you go to the last thing, when you go to the movies, you tell a projectionist to start the movie halfway. No, I don't. You got to do your laundry and come back. Well, you know, Chuck, all of us lead busy lives now. We can't all go. Oh, how many movies did you see this year in the theaters, Chuck, by the way, if you want to make that point? Go ahead. Discuss how many. I'll tell you next week. Yeah, exactly. All right. So you judge other people and you've seen. I'm not judging. I'm just telling you. Well, it is. You are part of the world that that you are criticizing. I hate to tell you that. Probably. All right, Chuck, we'll do this all over again. Happy New Year. Oh, uh, your favorite holidays coming up is I Adventure Day. Do we talk about beyond? Let's just maybe next. People week need to it. understand that there's a New Year's Day movie that nobody talks about, and that's beyond the design adventure. Right. We know the traditional New Year's Eve movies, you know, when Harry met Sally and design adventure. There's a New Year's Day movie. Which stars Carl Malden that nobody talks about, Chuck. As Wilbur. As Wilbur. <laughs> All right, we gotta go. I'll talk Always to you a soon. Pleasure. <laughs> to the audience, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to Movie Maniacs. Download one of our archived episodes. Be sure to subscribe to us wherever you listen to podcasts. Podcasts by Federated Media.